Ladies and gentlemen, 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 gentlemen you are now, 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 now listening to two, 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 the P13 Podcast. Yeah. Welcome back to the P13 Podcast. Hello. Hello, those sweet sounds in your ears are of myself, Michael. And I'm Thomas. Michael's sound is a little sweeter than mine. At moments. I would say. At moments. Mine's maybe a bit more on the savory side. I don't know. Do you want the Barry White? No, is that Barry? No, Barry Manilow? No, who has? Who sings I think really it's good? Bar- I think it's both, to be honest. Yeah. We'll I have guess to look that up. We'll have to look that up. But... We've made it a long way. Yeah. This is fun. It's been a lot of fun. Been having a lot of fun. Even even with some of the stresses, shout out to our previous episodes on yes. stress. Even though it was some of the up. stresses that, been, that pop up from time to time, this has been something that... Fridays have been a very happy day exactly. because of the podcast. Exactly. And other things. You and know, Fridays things. are also just fun. But you have a beautiful child in yes. life as well. Too. Yes. He's growing. I, I gave him a... A ribeye steak bone last night. Oh, yeah. he's getting into real food now. Yeah, we're doing what's called baby led weaning. It's I've basically never like you heard give him a you give him a piece of food, see if they choke, and then if they don't, you're good, <laughs> and you just progress from there. <laughs> Do you know? Is there a baby Heimlich maneuver for that? Uh yeah, it's called slapping him in the back. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I forgot about. That. <laughs> <laughs> but for um, real, that's what you do. You give him a big chunk of food. And if they gag, that's a good thing. So if we have oh. any parents listening to this, uh, baby led weaning can be a bit of a stressful experience, but most of the reactions are normal. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. The gagging is normal. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. <laughs> so it's a good look. Good little side note there. Absolutely, absolutely. We're trying to help people, you know, it's Just, people helping people. It's for future people who have future families coming yeah. up. You need, yeah. you need a little bit of that. Yeah. Anyways, moving on. So we're, Today, we've alluded to this topic throughout our time in this podcast. However, we may not have gone into deep dives into this. So we're using today to get into that deeper dive. We're talking about developing a routine. Most of us may have a routine, whether it's a conscious decision or unconscious decision. Whatever it may be, it's a sequence of events that we regularly follow. This concept is especially important in the fitness world, especially if you have some goals that you want to hit. Speaking of goals... Listen back if you haven't heard it yet. We go into a little deeper dive in terms of goal setting and how to mm. set those up and why goals are important, especially in fitness. But transitioning back to the routine, myself and Thomas have followed routines in the past and have worked on creating some ourselves. But it doesn't go. have to just be workouts. It just doesn't have to be workouts. It doesn't just. It doesn't just have to be workouts. <laughs> My goodness. He's Canadian. Give him a break. Yes. Give me a break. But... <laughs> I digress. Let's go back to fitness. Why is the routine needed for me to get to my goals? Yeah. So there's, you know, there's, as the old saying goes, there's many different ways. I'm not sure how many ways, but I know there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. I wouldn't know, but <laughs> I had cats growing up. <laughs> I didn't skin them. Are they okay? It's a saying. Yeah, they're fine. <laughs> Actually, they're dead. <laughs> I'm always curious. I know. But, I'm always curious where these sayings come from because, like, do they actually happen? Yeah, that's a good question. That one, I'm sure, has a very morbid origin, unfortunately. Sorry for cat people, but, you know, who knows? Oh, my God. But maybe they're talking about, like, giving it a haircut. <laughs> that's what we'll hope for. So there's a lot of different ways. There's not just one right routine to follow. 
it's important when you're thinking about routine that you develop the one that makes the most sense for you. But it is important to know that, you know, there's, this is another old, old phrase that does seem to be very true is that we are creatures of habit. So like an example of this is think about periods in your life where you, you experienced a big change. Most often it's accompanied with feelings of discomfort, mental, which can translate to physical and, and it takes you a while to reel from that discomfort. So think about like a big move or new job, like all that stuff. I mean, a good example for us is we were closed for the, for the, or because of the pandemic Mm -hmm. for a while. And the first week that we reopened, I remember you and I had a conversation where we were like, man, I'm beat. Yeah. Like after, (laughs) after the first week. Um, it's just a whole nother new stimulus. Right. And essentially like, coming into your you know, my, Michael works mornings at the gym. So he's there at 6am. And prior to that, you were probably sleeping a little bit later and yeah. stuff like that and woke up and I mean, so we still had virtuals. Throughout we still that, had virtuals, but we didn't have to, you didn't have to be up as early as you do now. You, very true. Um, very true. So, and you're still up at 6-7am because you have to work on the other stuff in the business. Right. We're yeah. Both. And then I'm working late at night yes. uh, in the gym with, with the people. So, so that first week for sure, I think, you know, both you and I felt it and it's just because we're the routine that we had been in for so long with the virtual classes and all that stuff completely shifted. Mm-hmm. And, and so, but lo and behold, two to three weeks after that, you and I were in a groove and now we're at the point where I think both of us have pretty good energy all throughout the week. Case in point, we're doing this podcast with excellent energy. Absolutely. Yes. Um, High strung on five, five cups of coffee. No, five I'm just cups. kidding. <laughs> uh, and three shots of espresso Ooh. and a Red Bull. But yeah, so it takes time for your body to adjust. But you do feel once you get into that routine, whatever it is, you, you kind of get into more of a flow right? You, you, you know what to expect on a daily basis. Another good example of this is people that did have routines, commuting, things mm. like that before COVID. And then to be thrust into a situation where they're not commuting and you would think, oh, that saves you a bunch of time. But I heard actually from a lot of people that it ended up being counterproductive because the things that kind of provided their body with regularity were no longer there anymore. Absolutely. So we're talking about when we were talking about like goal setting, we were talking about losing weight. And if you're trying to do that, there's like little things that you can do it during the day. Mm-hmm. You kind of take that away because you're stuck at home. Right. Like that yeah. part so, of your routine changes. Exactly. And like in that situation, a lot of people, especially in San Francisco here, a lot of people relied on their commute involving some amount of walking or biking or something like that. Even walking to and from meetings. Right. They're, those are the yes, little things. I've heard that day. as well. Yes. And that was taken away to the point where now most people are just literally at their desk all day. And so some of those little routines that they didn't even understand probably at the time that were routines that were helping them be healthy are now taken away. So they have to like rethink how you can build those routines into your daily lives. Mm-hmm. But the other reason why routine is important is because it establishes consistency. So when we're talking about goals, and I think we probably talked about this on our goal setting episode, consistency is very important and a routine helps you do that. So say your fitness routine is four days a week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm -hmm. So that is your set routine that allows you to be consistent four days a week at the gym 
which is definitely enough for most people to see results, to see progress. And so that again is why having that routine set allows you to be consistent and kind of following up with that, it creates a regular frequency. So in that case, it's four days every week, which is a very big part of the progress equation. So to provide a little bit of an example of that, I'll give you two different people. So person A is someone that comes, actually person A and person B, we'll call them apples and bananas. No. (laughs) Okay. Apples and bananas. So Apple comes to the gym. We don't know who other 12 days. This is true. I'm pretty sure there's, didn't a celebrity name their kid Apple? Yes. I don't remember who. But we'll have to fact check that. Maybe we'll, we'll TJ look. can look that up for us. <laughs> um, so person A, uh, Apple, comes to the gym 12 times a month. Banana also comes to the gym 12 times in a month, right? So the same number of attendances to the gym. Difference, person, well, I keep saying that. Apple, they come six days a week the first week, four days the next then one in the last two weeks, right? Mm -hmm. So we do the quick math on that. That equals 12. That's their 12 sessions in the month. Banana, they come three days every week for four weeks. Based on my experience working with people, I can tell you that Apple is most likely the next month going to continue at a rate of one, maybe two classes per week and potentially fully drop off. Whereas Banana they're most likely going to continue with their three times a week routine because they've taken the time to set that. Right? They've stuck to what they've chosen is what you're saying. I'm like, hey, I'm, this, yeah. is the, this is what I want to develop in that routine. Yeah. We know that sometimes like the results can be linear in that case where if you can keep that same routine all the way through, yep. we might see better progressions. It's, it's kind of what you're Yeah, going, that's what I was, yeah, to. that's the, like, the point that I was trying to get across is, you know, in this scenario, I'm more so talking about the behavior, but follow up to that. Like, you know, I mean, you just, it's pretty clear to look at that and say, okay, if, if Apple starts getting to the point where they're coming in only once a week, they're probably not going to see that many results. Whereas like three days a week, you can see significant progress, especially if you're relatively new to training, you can see a, a lot of significant progress. So that's just a little example. I see that all the time in the gym. There are people that have been with us maybe for like a year or two and they're that three times a week person, right? And they just continue to progress. It's maybe not as fast as some other Mm -hmm. people would want, but they're okay with that. And they can look back, you know, on their 18 months of training and be like, wow, month one, I was like this, you know, I was maybe my whatever metrics you want to use were way down here. But now I'm 18 months in. I've been coming three days a week. I don't miss any of that because I've just established the routine. Yeah. And I'm that much stronger. I'm that much more fit, whatever. Whereas, again, going back to Apple, they might not even be coming to the gym anymore. They might have completely (laughs) dropped off. Yeah. And going back to that point where you're saying, like, oh, you're coming in consistently. And I guess it also might depend on what your take is on this, but it might depend on kind of what your metrics are. And sometimes plateaus can be okay. For example, say the goal of that person was, hey, I just want to come in here three times a week 
for my fitness. Yes. And if you've plateaued of saying, hey, I've continued to hit my three times a week and I've made it to my goal and I've plateaued at that goal, that's totally fine too. Mm -hmm. Right. Obviously more, in some cases, more can be better. Absolutely. Yeah. And so usually with that person, you know, we'd maybe be like, okay, you've done great doing three days a week. Like, do you want to try four? Mm -hmm. Right. And then that can lead to the additional stimulus that they might need to break through that plateau or like maybe they stay with three days a week. You just change a few things and that variability in programming will allow them to progress as well. Mm -hmm. So, but with both of those scenarios and kind of the theme with that to, to tie up like kind of what a routine or what routine building does is at the end of the day, it builds habit and behavior change. And so there's actually precision nutrition does a lot of work around behavior focused, uh, goal setting kind of. So oftentimes people come in and they say, I want these results, which can be fine. But often, oftentimes for some people, it creates a hyper-focus on that thing. Right. And so in their mind, all they're thinking is I'm trying to lose, uh, 15 pounds in three months, let's say. And so like, that's their results oriented goal. But another way to, to kind of help people achieve those goals is to take more of a behavior-based approach. And so the way that that works is, you know, we, I think we all kind of generally understand what it would take to lose 15 pounds in a month for the most part, right? There's obviously some other variables that you may have to dive deeper in, but let's just like think about the, the habits and behaviors that would get you there. Obviously, nutrition is a piece, but let's talk about the the in the gym element of it. So one thing that would help that person lose 15 pounds in three months is coming to the gym, let's say four times a week, right? So instead of saying, hey, your goal is to lose 15 pounds in three months, you would instead reframe it as your goal is to come to the gym four times a week for three months, right? So then what that does is allows the person to focus on the behavior that will get them there instead of constantly being like, I need to lose 15 pounds in three months, 15 pounds in three months. And like that then becomes this hyper-focused thing that they could potentially then lose sight of the behavior that's going to get them there. They're so focused on that end point that they're missing out on the process that gets you to there. Exactly. In sports behavior, there's two beha- there's two types we look at in terms of orientation like that. We have goal orientation, which is mainly mm-hmm. like result-based. I'm yes. looking just for the results, numbers, numbers, numbers. For a good example here, always A is that 15 pounds, but also like I just would need to win at whatever cost necessary. Yeah. Makes you take some shortcuts. That happens in fitness. You yes, see that a lot. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, versus being like task oriented where you're trying to be more internally motivated and you're working on those processes to help you get to that behavior and working on like, okay, using failures as a way to find ways to improve on Impro- that. Yeah, and learn. exactly. And so we moving on from here, like I want to get to that point. How do I, or what is it that I need to take into account in order to be like banana and build in a three times a week schedule to get to my goals in the fitness world? Good old banana. Good old banana. Good person, that banana. So the first thing to understand is building a routine doesn't have to be a linear process. So this goes back to like what you just said of the, the failures and, you know, they're going to be those, right? So there may be times where you fall off the wagon. Um, but 
it's important to not let that become a downward spiral and have you just completely give up on what you're trying to accomplish. So understand that a routine is not always going to be a linear process. You may get knocked off the wagon for a number of reasons, vacation, something at work, coming up a big project or other things, family, personal relationships, stuff like that. Pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah, that's a a very, very practical uh, reason right now. But it's important to to understand that that is just the way life is, right? Mm -hmm. There are going to be times where that happens. If you have a routine already established, that's a that's a good starting point. It, even if you're someone that comes to the gym five days a week, if you are easy enough on yourself where you can back off to three days, then like that's going to be helpful because then when that thing does arise that knocks you off the saddle, if you need to just start back up with three days a week to ease back into it, that's that's going to be better than just like, you know, instead being like, I need to get back to my five days a week right now. Being hard on yourself. Being hard on yourself. Get to, again, that end result. Right. And instead, you could just be like, all right, it's been a tough two weeks. Or, hey, I was vacationing for two to four weeks. I'm just not in the right state of mind yet to, like, really get back to that that five-day-a-week thing. So go easy on yourself and start nice and slow. Yeah. And building a routine takes time, am I right? It does. Yeah. You know, maybe you start out with a certain plan and you do it and it it doesn't go like you thought it would. Right. Then it's fine to take a step back, adjust, and then move forward from there. And another thing, going back to that time thing, it's like you have to do some research and development for yourself too. Am I right? You do. Yeah. You know, what one process is not always going to work for for every single person. No, no. Yeah. So I mean, a good example of this, actually, going back to the golden age of bodybuilding, golden age, uh, there's a fella by the name of Dorian Yates. You mm. familiar with him? You heard that Not, name? Uh, you've there's mentioned actually him. an exercise I've, named after him. It's called the Yates Row. You have mentioned him to me. I have not taken my time to look it up. Yeah, so he's uh, a I'm pretty well-known. I for that. But, but. <laughs> it's okay. You're fired. No, Man, it's okay. okay. <laughs> See you later, folks. <laughs> He's a pretty well-known bodybuilder, and back in that that era of bodybuilding, you would have people like Schwarzenegger and Franco Colombo, I think is another common one. They would train like six days a week. I mean, I think sometimes they would do two sessions a day and stuff like that. Dorian Yates actually <clears throat> was, he's very well-known for only training three days a week. Mm. Like, that's it. And he did that his entire career. And was like a top level bodybuilder. So that's a perfect example. You know, even at an elite level, what, you know, what works for one person may not be what works for another person. I'm sure you see that in professional sports as well. Like some athletes might have their certain routine and other athletes might have a completely different one. So it really is. and, And this is important to an important takeaway as well, because. I think there's a lot of information out there. Obviously, we live in the age of information. And so a lot of people will look will look at things that they see on Instagram or this and that and be like, oh, this person who's successful says that this is the way to develop a habit or a routine. But you might try that and you might be like, this is fucking terrible. Yeah. I can't do this. Like, it just doesn't work for me. And it's it's that individuality piece. Yeah. 
what would you say are some takeaways for some of the folks at home when it comes to building these routines and developing it? So the, the takeaways that we've kind of come up with that Michael and I have chatted about, and we do have a video on this. You can Ooh. check it out. We'll link it. We'll link it well. in the, in the show notes. Is that what we say? The, possibly the, show notes but is that the correct also, nomenclature if you have not follow us on instagram at project 13 gyms and we can also set you up on our youtube channel uh, through the website we'll have that link on that website as well god you're really growing into your role as the host I appreciate that. look at that Thank advertising you. skills right there i watch a lot of youtube videos from time to time <laughs> <in this. laughs> that's how he spends his leisure time absolutely um, not work just <laughs> watching youtube videos on shoes and clothes and <laughs> <laughs> this is true deep dive this is actually very true uh, so the, the big takeaway is so five ways that you can build a routine and this is this specifically applies to fitness so the first one is make a minimum commitment mm -hmm. so we have people that will come into the gym initially and just say i want to just join a gym i'm just looking to get fit like and it's kind of these abstract thoughts around how they're going to be successful in this Going back to specificity and goal setting. Yes. Um, so make a minimum commitment. So it, it's it's going to be hard at first. Yeah. It just is. Like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. You're going to be sore. You're going to be tired as you get into this new style of training. And, and so tell yourself, I'm going to at least do a month, three days a week, or at least two months, three days a week, something, so that you're kind of like taking that thought out of your mind and just being like, this is what it is. I'm committing to this. Yep whether it's good or bad. Michael and I actually did that with this podcast. We said, we're doing a minimum of 50 episodes. Absolutely. Right. So you got to hear us a lot more. You just saddle up, folks. <laughs> saddle up. It's going to be a long, sure. smooth ride, though. Smooth. Smooth, ride. smooth might I add. Smooth sail. So after making a minimum commitment, start small. So kind of mentioned this just previously, three days a week instead of trying to do six. That's, I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory there. Then number three, and these are in no particular order, establish familiarity. So in the, in the context of training, try to go, you know, this is why we encourage people to come members, become members, because then you're coming to the same place to train all the time. You probably start coming at the same time of day, mm -hmm. right? And you start seeing the same people. Familiar and so settings. it just becomes a part of your day. It's mm -hmm. just like, you know, it's the new happy hour. We coined that term. I like that. And then tying into that, we just mentioned seeing the same people, community. Yes. So we found that's very, very key in developing a routine around fitness. If you have other people outside of the coaches that are incentivizing you to go, you know, your friend texts you, hey, you going to the gym today? What are you going to say no? I mean, you can, you can. but they're going to be like rude, you know? <laughs> and then the last one is that one that we talked about a little bit earlier. Be easy on yourself. All right. Yes. Things pop up vacation, family, work, life's hard. All right. So go nice and easy. The weights are always going to be there. hundred pounds is always going to be a hundred pounds. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I was Let very philosophical. Was. I was, I mean, that was, I touched, touched me deep in the soul. So be easy on yourself. Ed. Gravity will not be easy on you, but you should be easy on you. And with that, avoid the bullshit folks. Avoid the bullshit. Thank you again for listening to the P13 podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star rating. This podcast was produced by Project 13 Gyms and a special thanks to Studio Pod Media 
for providing the studio space and additional production. Absolutely. You can find us on social media on Instagram at Project13Gems. You can find myself at Kemifan. That is K-E-M-I-F-A-N. How about you, Thomas? Where can they find you on your social media? You can find me at Conway Bunga. That's C-O-N-W-A-Y-B-U-N-G-A. You can also check us out at project13gyms.com. And if you're in the SF area, come train with us at Project 13 Gyms in Lower Knob Hill. 